Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. How are you doing on a remarkable day today? Come together, San Diego, and guess what? We've got a lot of earth-shattering input to share with you. If you're not driving with a steering wheel, then take a note and notepad and have it handy because we're going to stir you a bit. And some of these things you may say, "Mm, I don't know if that's for today or was for yesterday only, or I don't know what's going on now. I'm a little anxious about what's going on in the earth. Don't worry, God's got this, but part of his solution is Y-O-U. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about that. I don't want to take any more time before I introduce my co-host for this entire two hours. Her name is Candy McAlpine. She's the California Director of the Christian International Churches and Ministries. She is a prophetic voice and a prophetic-hearted person, kind of like King David in his day. <laughs> Candy McAlpine, how are you? I am so good, Kaz, and I'm so excited to be on with you today. Well, thank you. You know, uh, I know you and I know that, especially in challenging times like this, the enemy is raising his head and telling a lot of lies these days, and it's it's meant to discourage God's kids. And we want to we want to speak during this entire two hours, Candy, about the value of prophecy today, and you're going to give some remarkable insights. I believe we will have it, and it's all from the Word of God. (laughs) Exactly. Before we go any further, you know, my friends, on Come Together San Diego, we like to pay homage to things that are going on in San Diego County uh, and give uh, awareness to them. Tomorrow, today's a live broadcast on, on, on Saturday, but tomorrow on Sunday, the 25th of July, today's the 24th, 25th of July, there's a venue called We Are Israel happening in El Cajon, California, and if you f- are familiar with scriptures, including Ephesians chapter 4, where it talks about the one new man, <clears throat> God wants to bring together Jew and Gentile as one new man. In El Cajon, tomorrow, uh, there's a remarkable event called We Are Israel. I've actually interviewed the people, some of the people that be- uh, inspired this. One's name um, is uh, Bill Wells. He's the uh, El Cajon mayor and other dignitaries as well. We want to talk with them about this before Candy and I jump in because the t- their topic of Israel is going to dovetail with the things that the Candy and I are going to be sharing. So without any more uh, delay, I'm going to blow the shofar and I'm going to play that interview and then Candy and I will be back to begin the other portion of the show. Listen carefully, my friends. First of all, the shofar blast to begin our show. <laughs> Boy, if we ever need the sound of the alarm, that's exactly now is the time. You know, well, let's start. Let's launch out with that, uh, Mayor. Uh, a very brief elevator speech about who you are. Many people in San Diego County know you, but let's use that because there's something happening in your city on Sunday, this being Saturday. Yeah, my name is Bill Wells. I'm the mayor of the city of El Cajon. I've been in El Cajon politics since 2004. I also own a, own a healthcare company. I have a doctorate in psychology. Mm-hmm. And uh, and sounding the alarm is important. Well, you know, I mean, I've been I've been really uh, prominent in fighting for 
conservative values, yes, uh, Judeo-Christian values. And, uh, you know, I, like I'm sure many, many of your listeners, are extremely concerned and shocked by the turn of events, not only in the country, but in the world. And how about the really the forces that are against God have taken the upper hand and in control of so many things, and we're in a battle like I've never seen before. I never thought we would be in a battle like this in my lifetime. Well, it, or, or at least within this time frame, you go, you know, we, we know the Bible has this kind of stuff going on, but are we experiencing biblical stuff, you know? And so I think the, the fact that you guys planned this, we are Israel to bring together Jew and Gentile in San Diego County is timely. Uh, so uh, Dr. Eli Ben Moshe, would you give us a little overview from your heart cry on what's going on here and the role that Jew and Gentile believers uh, in the creator of the universe have in common? Right. And to, and, and to a degree, we see one and the same. We see the war in both uh, Judaism and Christianity. And that, that's why we started this Judeo-Christian rally. Um, I, I, I believe that the way that the government is going and worldwide, this is globally, is go after one people first, divide them up from another people, and then go after the next people. And I think that at this point, it's a rise of anti-Semitism that we've never seen before. And I think when they're done with anti-Semitism, they'll go over after God completely in schools, exactly. which they already are. Yeah, they're they they're going are. after schools and after everything else. So there's a real urgency of pulling this together. If it's not done now, I don't know when it will be. And, and, and our best example is Europe. Look where yes. France is. Where, look where England is. Um, look where some of the other countries are. And that's just not where we want to be. Exactly. And Germany as well. I mean, there's just so many different showcases of where not to go, you know, like Cuba, for example. Yeah, exactly. So, right. so Mayor Wells' uh, insights on this, and uh, then let's talk a little bit about some of the people that are going to be coming on Sunday and why you want to have as many people showing up, and uh, that's why you're here. Well, Elon and I have been friends for a few years, and over the years we've talked, wouldn't it be great to bring Jews and Christians together because we have so much more in common than, than we don't have? And um, we were talking about doing a, <clears throat> a small rally, where we would just um, have some local local folks. and But then that kind of morphed into what this has become. So on Sunday at 3 o'clock p.m. in downtown El Cajon at the Prescott Promenade in the 200 block of Main Street, <clears throat> we're going to have a huge rally. And Mike Pompeo is going to speak. Larry Elder is going to speak. And <clears throat> Jews and Christians from all over San Diego County are going to be together. I've got um, many, many pastors uh, from all the big churches in San Diego, many of the smaller churches that are going to be part of this. Didn't I see James Garlow's name down there and Rosemary's name down there and um, Ray Bentley's name? I, I'm, there, there are a lot of people that are predominant uh, uh, Israel lovers that you have in the mix that are of, of a Christian descent. Yeah, <clears throat> Maranatha Church, Awaken Church, The Rock Church. Yes, yes. I mean, it, it's so many um, Christians are really excited about this opportunity because— I, I can't find anybody that can remember an, op, uh, an event that was similar to this. Dr. Eli Ben-Moshi, tell, tell us a little bit from the, the Jewish-Hebrew side. Yeah, I, I don't remember ever um, in San Diego in the 45 years or so that I've lived here, um, a combination of speakers and a combination of people attending a rally that really, really unites Christianity and, and Judaism in a Judeo-Christian fashion. And we've specifically chosen both the speakers, the churches, 
um, the synagogues that are going to go. Uh, we combine the, the foods to have some Israeli food. We, we have a little bit of everything. Um, and we even have, uh, for, for the anthems, we have a mariachi band playing. So, <laughs> so, just, so just to include a little bit of everybody, one, one, we have a couple of other speakers that are amazing. I don't know if you can remember two, three weeks ago, um, there was um, a few um, Palestinians that went into a, into a restaurant in, in L.A. Yes. And they said, who's Jewish here? And they found one and they started beating him up. And a Lebanese Christian actually is one of his best friends, and he's the one who defended him and protected him. And both of them will be speaking um, at Ooh, the rally as well. I love this. So, yeah, it, it, it's exactly what the rally stands up for. Yes. It's, it's Christians and Jews helping each other out. Yes, and we know that there's time. there are times of turmoil in the United States, but it's mirrored in many ways in Israel as well. Isn't, isn't that uh, so, Mr. Mayor? Well, that's true. You know, Eli spends a lot of time in Israel. He probably knows better than I do. But this same kind of sentiment, I think, is uh, traveling all through Europe and Israel. Yes, yes, it, yes. It is traveling through Europe and Israel, but it starts from our government and the other governments in Europe who are allowing it. Yes. When you strictly have people in Congress saying that, you know, not to believe in God or, or, or are openly anti-Semitic, and the rest of the Congress is not saying a thing about it, yes. that gives permission to both people it in does. Israel and both people in L.A., New York, and in all the cities in the country to say, okay, we can do whatever we want. Okay, I want you to spend the next minute encouraging people to come on Sunday, uh, if you'd be so kind. I cannot emphasize how important it is that we show the force, that we show um, the elected officials, and that we all unite, and that we all stay together um, to protect ourselves, to protect the next generation, and to show the next generation that, no, what's in Instagram or what's on BDS or what's on TikTok is not necessarily um, the, uh, what you should learn. Yes. There, there's, there's real education out there as opposed to that. And this is the truth. And we'll yes. have speakers speaking the truth yes. and explaining exactly what needs to be learned. Yes. Jew and Christian, Christian and Jew, Jew all together. God's got a big plan and that's a big part of it. Uh, uh, Mayor I, Wells, and last you've words, got about a minute or minute and a half. So I just want to say that a lot of people are disheartened and feel like we've lost this battle. I, I no. don't see that. No, no, no. I see a big, a, a backlash brewing. Uh, Americans are waking up to not use the same phrase as woke, but Americans are waking up to the to the woke evil. is the counterfeit. The, the awake is the real thing. Yeah, <laughs> there's an there's an evil blanketing this country, and this is a way to start fighting back. We, if we're divided, we'll fall. If we're united, we can win this thing. Yes, and so I, I think spiritually and politically. This is the most important event that I've ever been involved in, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. it's it's. You might feel like staying home and, and relaxing on a Sunday afternoon, but I think you'll be blessed if you come. My my. Well, there's the invite for you, and go ahead. One one want. thing I want to remind everybody: this is not your normal rally that you would go to. This is the launch of a movement. Yes. Because from here we got to keep going forward and forward. We can't just come one day and that's it. We yes. got to keep going and, and and fighting the evil that's out there. Yes. Yes. Doctor Eli. Ben Moshi, uh, president of Shield of David. You know, my friends, if you've been listening to the show, you know I love the city of David and King David. So he and I have a lot in common. Okay, one last word, 30 seconds or so. Mayor? Uh, just Thanks for having us on. I think we got, we got it all out. Uh, I want to pass it off to Eli. <laughs> um, I just wanted to let everybody know if they have any questions about where to go or where to park or anything. It's uh, www.weareisrael.com. 2021.com. And say that again. We are Israel 
2021.com. And there's buses from all around the cities. There's buses from L.A. and San Francisco even. So don't be shy to just email us and ask to see where the, where the nearest bus, charter bus that takes you there. It's all free. No charges for anything, not even for the buses. I love it. And parking free. And the parking's free. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you appreciated that little uh, promo for things that are going on tomorrow. Candy, how are you doing, sis? I'm good. Uh, that so blessed me. That is just, that's only God could do that. Yes, yes. One of the things, my listening friend Candy and I are going to talk about the value of the prophetic word now like never before. And some of those words might be coming out of your very own lips. And that's totally biblical and scriptural. Candy and I are going to talk about that. So we're setting up the show, and I'll tell you what the things that Candy and I are sharing, going to be sharing about that are going on in America and prophecy within America are mirrored in Israel as well. So this is an appropriate time, yeah. an appropriate topic, and Candy McAlpine and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego. This is jam-packed. It's a jam-packed weekend, too, but also it's a jam-packed world because God is on the throne, and he wants people to know that he doesn't like to tr- for people to try to usurp him from his throne and his kingdom, and that's what's happening in the world right now. And God says, you know, I have, I'm a patient God, but uh, I think I've had it up to here. <laughs> Candy McAlpine, how are you doing? I'm good. I agree with what you're saying. God has had it, but he said, we are going to change things. Yeah, and one of the things he says, Candy, is he said, We're gonna, I, I want, I'm going to change things. And he looks at us and he goes, so change it. Like, like for example, I've given you uh, the promised land, now take it. It's that, kind of like that, isn't it? Yep, we, we are the instruments. We're all he has here. <laughs> And one of the instruments he asks us to use, especially in this decade, is the yeah. P-E-Y, the spoken, the spoken word. And you and I are going to devote some time today uh, excavating the topic of prophetical words. And a lot of people would go, oh, those aren't for today. But the truth of the matter is that God gave us the prophetic word and the written word to work in tandem with one another. And some people are going to be given the spoken word and they go, but what do I do with it? We're going to devote this time to talk about that. I'm going to hand it to you, and uh, I'll give you some time cues as we go. But I know that you're filled to the brim and overflowing, and you, yeah. there's a lot of stuff you want to share. <laughs> so where do you, first of all, yeah. just a very brief overview of, of who you are. I've known you for a number of years, uh, tied to the California directorship of the Christian and International Churches and Ministries, but also Awaken the Dawn and some other in, in environments. And as soon as I met her, she, I don't know what your hair color is right now, but your hair color was not the normal hair color. I'm sorry? I just had it redone last week. <laughs> well, let me just say you're a fiery lady, and uh, okay. you, you make a verbal stand, and, and, and you're, you're worthy of being paid attention to. Candy McAlpine, give us a very brief input on that uh, of you, and then let's dive into the important things that need to be shared right now. I always, always hate to do that because it's just like I'm going to do whatever whatever the Father wants me to do at the time, <laughs> what is necessary and, and needed. I'm his, I'm his daughter. I'm his ambassador. I'm his servant. I, I'm his. Yes. So whatever I do, it's all for his glory. Sometimes I think, what in the world am I doing in this place, doing this thing? Oh, God. Yes. It, it felt so good when you said it, but walking it out is a different story. <laughs> but yes. that's how it goes. Exactly. Well, you, you're involved with uh, the uh, 
Christian International Churches and Ministries, and also I, I met you through Awaken the Dawn. Both of those things are outreaching places that are stirring people to discover what their calling is and move into it. Amen. I've I've always, I guess I I, I was I was the the troubled one in the traditional church for so many years because I thought there there had to be so much more that, but I didn't know what it was. So it took a long time. I'm a slow processor, and it took a while for finally the Lord to. You know, I found he, what he does is he picks me up by the back of my neck and drops me and says, here. <laughs> and then he teaches me. Yes, yes, Because I'm yes. so, I'm a very verbal, not so much verbal, but um, I, I, I I learn by seeing and doing. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of people that are listening to this show. I know you've got probably a lot of your entourage listening as well, but there are a lot of people that are, are Christian flavor or Judeo-Christian flavor, which is, is the audience whom we speak with whom we speak. And some of them may say, you know, I, you know, we, there's a value to prophecy, but I think maybe it's Old Testament stuff, or if, if God speaks to me, dare I speak on behalf of God and things like that. Where would you like to start yeah. this broadcast? Because a lot of people need to know what you have to share, Candy McAlpine. Okay. Well, the first thing is, and you'll appreciate this, is that this is the Hebrew year of pay, and that, that means, that translates into the mouth. And Bishop Hammond has, has said, and, you know, I, I go by the Jewish calendar, too, that this is the year that we have got to get maturity in the prophetic. We have so much immaturity, so many things that are, that are happening that so much of the church, they see things out of order because of the people are out of order, and as a result, leadership goes, thanks, but no thanks. I don't want it. And I don't blame them. But but let's look at the, the word. You know, I draw on Bishop. It's his 87th birthday tomorrow, I think, or Tuesday. Bill, uh, Bill Hammond. Yeah. He's one of the and, most remarkable men I've ever known of. Yeah, me too. And half a million people he's prophesied over and taught and taught and trained. And I think I think he has an understanding. Plus, he is a... Um, he's a church historian at a level you don't find in modern day yes. and understandable. But as, as he said, we have got to get this. So part of my passion, and I, I have a mandate. I really do. It's like I can't not do this. I've been doing it for 15 years doing the training. You know, we have four modules of training in the prophetic. It's not just head knowledge. You do. You learn, and then you do. Every session, you learn, and then you do. There's the, the four modules you do one at a time, um, and I, I'll, it's hard for me to communicate how the impact, but I see the lights go on and people realize. Yes. Uh, I, w- I want to start right with, with the Word of God, Revelation 19.10, and, and this is out of the Passion Translation. Um, it says, at, at this, I fell face down at the angel's feet to worship him, but he stopped me and he said, don't do this. For I am only a fellow servant with you and one of your brothers who clings to what Jesus testifies. Worship God. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of Of prophecy. prophecy. Now, the key there, if you have received Jesus Christ into your heart as Lord and Savior, cried out, forgive me for my sins, then you already have the spirit of prophecy. I don't care what the label is over the door of the place that you worship or gather or have Bible study or whatever it is, whatever stream you're in. If you have Jesus, then you already have the spirit of prophecy in you because it's part of how he created us to be. And 
but it is, and I think this is this is where part of the error comes, is there's become a flippancy about prophecy. Prophecy is holy. Yes. Because true prophecy comes from the Father via the Holy Spirit, not from our head, from our spirit. He is holy. We are to be holy. So that to me, it's like we are, we are the vessel. I say we're a piece of PVC pipe. We're okay. delivering the mail. We're the mailman. Yes. It's not for us to understand. It's for us to deliver to the body of Christ. And we'll get into some of the other scriptures, but the the foundation being, and even what what Jesus said, uh, Joel said it in chapter two twenty eight and twenty nine. Then Jesus said it in Acts, in the end times. And Cal, wouldn't you say? Don't you think we might just be <laughs> in the end times? I think it's the, it's the end of the end times, my my friends. <laughs> Candy, yeah. I, I yeah. want to ex- explore this further. We're coming up against a break right here. But my listening friend, I, I, I'm kind of sensitive. I know my audience, and some of my audience are saying, how dare I prophesy in the name of the Lord when I make mistakes? And if I make mistakes, then I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not a valid prophet. We're going to talk about those things because you need to get God's lens on this and, and the need for God's word through God's kids as as uh, as. Imperfect as we are, we serve a perfect God and the perfect Holy Spirit indwells us. And Candy McAlpine and I are going to talk about that. It's going to set you free to be whom you've been called to be. Ooh, that's kind of like a song there. I might even sing that someday. (laughs) Candy McAlpine and I, we're going to talk more about the value of prophecy, but not only the value of prophecy, but look in the mirror. The value of prophecy as it may be coming out of your very own lips. And that's totally biblical as Candy McAlpine and I will discuss when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Well, hi, my friends. A vital topic and one that needs to be explored and uh, needs to be uh, talked and prayed through and then activated. Candy McAlpine is my co-host for this entire two-hour broadcast. She is the California Director of the Christian International Churches and Ministries. She is a prolific teacher, speaker, and declarer, and she has an entourage of people that just hear her words, and she's like... You know, she's been around for a while, as have I, and we, we have, you know, she's got colored hair, but mine's silver. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we people know that uh, we've been around the Lord for a while, so at least they pay attention to the words, and then they have to weigh and pray them. So, Candy, right. I don't want to take much more time but to hand it off to you. And I, when before we j- jumped onto the air, I said, Candy, no holds barred. The enemy wants to take down God's church, and I'm saying his Judeo-Christian church and God says, I'm going to stop that. But he was looking at you and I, and he says, okay, now do what I say. And some of that may be delivering a word or words in due season. Candy McAlpine, one of the things we left the last segment on was a lot of people are going, you know, God's word is valid, the written word, but I don't, I, do I, am I capable or responsible enough to speak his, uh, the spoken word? I, I'm an impure vessel. How do you deal with that? And then jump on into however you want to take this. 
Candy McAlpine. Uh, there, I'm, I mean, I'm having to jam so much, so you're getting a tiny teaspoonful of <laughs> what is a plethora of five classes. Uh, but one of the things is, one, Old Testament prophets are different from New Testament prophets. Old Testament was, was spoken to Israel, and yes, they, if, they didn't, if they spoke an, a, a wrong word, they, they died. We now, we are under the covenant of the blood of Jesus. And the prophetic words that are coming forth this day are meant to are meant to not just edify, exhort, and comfort, but we'll get into the spirit of prophecy, the gift of prophecy, and the office of prophecy, the office of the prophet, because they're very different. Yes. But I want to I want to give some some bullet points. One I already did. This is the ear of the mouth. We need to speak. It's about the prophetic. Prophecy is holy. Uh, Joel two twenty eight twenty nine and and the passion. This is what I will do in the last days. I will pour out my spirit on everybody and cause your sons and daughters to prophesy and your young men will see visions and your old men will experience dreams from God. The Holy Spirit will come upon all my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. That's the word of the Lord. It's not my word. It's his word. You can accept it or reject it, whichever you want. Uh, Next, there's always three voices. We prophesy in part and we know in part. That's scripture. And the three voices is real. First is the Lord. But then the voice may be the enemy. And then the last voice may be ourself. Yes. It may be the flesh. And that's where unity, that's where commitment, that's where team, you know, no lone rangers, uh, accountability, uh, understanding, being tra- constantly trained. Uh, also, prophecy, if this is holy, that's the question. I if this is holy, if this is God, and if the word of God is speaking truth, he says, I'm not a man that I would lie, then prophecy should sound like the Father. In other now, words, the, char- the character behind the, the words should be the Father's character, not something yeah. that's uh, manufactured. Like, you know, if, nope. I, if I have the word, like I go, <clears throat> this is the word of God. No, that, that's, you know, God wants to use his vessel. That's not you speaking. You're trying to no. emulate God. That's the wrong direction and the wrong heart. So well, go ahead, Kenny. Yeah. Um, the, the importance of, of realizing, uh, I'm going to give you a, a few more bullet points, is that it has nothing to do with maturity. It has nothing to do with education. This is about the spirit of prophecy being in us because we've received Jesus. Then you have, you have the command to prophesy, and I'm going to give you that. First Corinthians fourteen five. Paul was talking to the Corinthian church, who was full of, of gifts, and he said, "I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy because of the impact it has." And then in First Corinthians fourteen thirty nine, he says, "Therefore." And I always tell my students, if you see the word, therefore, you better pay attention to what's in the, what comes before it, because the emphasis now is, because of what I just said, therefore, my brothers, be eager to prophesy. And the word actually means to covet. The only time in the Greek, it means to covet. Covet means to desire, to be jealous over, to be eager, and to desire it more than any of the other gifts. My my. Why, why is why is prophecy important? First Corinthians fourteen one. God tells us it's important. He desires spiritual gifts, but especially that we'll prophesy. 
we get direction from God. The Bible makes it clear that he has a specific detailed plan for our life, and that includes prophecy. Prophecy releases the life and power of God to our mouth, and it's not for us to understand. I tell my students, you're praying over a person, and in the beginning we say, don't say God said, because that, that puts us in a place that we can't challenge it. It may be God, but then again, it may not. It may be us. So you can say, I sense, I feel, whatever that might be. That's so, so, so say, wise, Candy. That's so wise. It's simple. It's very simple. It's not, it's not rocket science. It's not, it's not theological dissertations. It's the simplicity of the Word of God. Oh, my. When, when he tells us um, that he wants to use us to give life, and I say, if you see a picture and it's an apple, it's not for you to decide because you may say, oh, it's a red apple. But what does that mean? We could have one understanding, but that might might be something totally different to the person you're speaking to. And I've seen it a thousand times where a simple, sometimes a simple word, had one just recently um, from a, a young youth pastor, and she didn't know anybody. She was here with her father. They were at, at they came to the service I was doing. We were teaching and activating the prophetic. And the woman gave her word and said, warrior. My, my. Can, can you save that story for the next like segment? That. Because we've got to take a sure. break. Uh, so the word was prophesied warrior. And the challenge for the person who's delivering that is how far should they go or using their understanding or allow God to translate it in, into the heart of the person to whom you spoke it. We're going to talk more about this. I hope this is helping you, my friend, because sometimes you've had little nuances of things. And I want you to step back and go, perhaps that was God whispering in my ear. And some of these things he wants you to share and some of these things are just for you. We're going to talk about that when Candy McAlpine and I come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Actually, it's here's Cass Taylor and Candy McAlpine. She is my co-host for this entire two hours. We're talking about a vital topic, and it's the topic of prophecy, not only prophecy in general, but prophecy Today, not only prophecy today, but prophecy that God may stir in your heart and from your lips, and how might we deal with that? Kenny McAlpine, the uh, uh, California Director of the Christian International Churches and Ministries, you you, uh, started a tantalizing story, and we had to take a commercial break. Somebody was delivering a word to another person, and the word warrior was part of that prophecy. I'll let you carry it from here. Well, just the simplicity, I also want to give a teaser, and... (laughs) couple of sessions down so everybody stay tuned don't leave i had an instance that happened to me today that is so perfect of exactly what we're talking about the maturity that needs to come into the prophetic this young woman who received it i mean she knows prophecy but it was exactly the word she needed to know the person who gave it to her was an elderly woman prophecy was new to her and all she heard was warrior young woman and her husband uh who is a is a Marine, has severe PTSD, has gone through some extreme struggles, and God brought them through. But she, you know, she, she paid a price. And here was the one word, one word that set her skyrocketing in faith and in and, and rededicating to do more and more for the kingdom of God. So the person just gave the word and the word I and she didn't didn't say thus saith the Lord I have a sense that the word warrior 
uh, is appropriate no, for you. Said, something I like that, said, and all of a sudden, no, bang. All she said was, I, I hear warrior. That's all she said. <laughs> you know, that takes a lot of anxiety out of some of our listeners because they go, I don't yeah. have this long dissertation. It may not be a long nope. dissertation. It may be a single nope. word. Isn't that right, Candy? It can change a life. One word can change a life. Yes, I yes. want to read a quote from Brain Cook. Prophecy has always been a rich part of the heritage of God's people throughout the ages. Jesus stands supreme as prophet, priest, and king. Prophetic dispensationalism is a common error in the church today, preaching as it does a two-thirds Jesus. When we own him as priest and king to his body, but not as prophet, we strip the church of all supernatural power. Put simply, dispensationalism decrees that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit with all his gifts and graces was simply given to get the church kick-started 2,000 years ago. Profound statement. Yes, yes, yes. You know, we, we, we add a lot of stuff to the fact, you know, the prophecy, and we put a lot of restraints on ourselves in dealing with that word. It's basically understanding the heart of God, hearing his voice, and delivering yes. what he says. Real simple. Yes, it is simple. <laughs> I love having teenagers in my classes. They are amazing. Yes, yes, and yes. Even yes. Um, you know, prophecy is positive. Prophecy comes alongside a person. And Jesus testifies through man to man. That's why he sent the Holy Spirit. Prophecy is provisional. It doesn't just happen. You must pray over a prophetic word. You must war for that word. You must obey that word. Not pro- Prophecy doesn't automatically come to pass. Prophecy evolves. And it is provisional. It depends on you. If your character, God cares more about your character than anything else. He doesn't mm. care all the gifts we have. He wants our character. Yes. But without prophetic words, this is so profound for your listeners. Without prophetic words, we go backwards and we decline and we get discouraged. And I'm sure there's thousands of people just in your area oh, that yes. are discouraged because they haven't had a prophetic word to encourage them and give them faith to move forward. Boy, boy, doesn't mean we live, and that doesn't mean we live by prophecy, but we live by every word that proceeds from the Lord through his word and through his teachers. Right. It's through his word written and through his word spoken. Yes. Yes. Candy, I'll tell you what, I, I we're in vital times right now, and a lot of people are saying, well, you know, this is not for now. This was for back then. The truth of the matter is, if we couldn't depend on the words of the prophets now, uh-huh. we're in deep trouble because... Because yes. the enemy is using every tactic he knows, and he knows the written word as well, yes, if not does. better, than the best uh, expositor in the Judeo-Christian faiths. He knows it better. So one of the things that throws him off, he d- doesn't know Holy Spirit uh, anointed words out of the spoken uh, mouth. He doesn't know how to deal with that. And if God gives you a nuance, and, and it's the word warrior, the enemy goes, what do I do with that? And God's Holy Spirit right. uses that and blows on it, yes. and it changes a life. So my listening friend, Candy, and I are so in, in, embedded into the fullness of God's character and delivering it through our spoken words. We have uh, quite a bit of time in this segment. Where would you like to take this, Candy McAlpine? Uh, I, I want to cover just three areas of the prophetic, the spirit of prophecy, the gift of prophecy, and the office of prophet. The analogy that the Holy Spirit gave me, because I'm simple, I like things simple, is a swimming pool. <laughs> and the, the, and, and how, how that, everybody knows what a swimming pool is. There's a shallow end, there's a 
a little bit deeper in, and then there's the really deep end. So the spirit of prophecy is that shallow end, and it is Revelation 19.10, the testimony of Jesus. Mm-hmm. He is the spirit of prophecy. It's not a gift or an office, but an anointing arising from Christ within the believer. It takes place on occasions of special anointing or when we exercise our faith to be a voice through which Christ can testify. Romans 12, 6 says, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. So faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, and it takes us out of our comfort zone. Mm, Faith is not easy. And Jesus wants to live his life through us, so he sent the Holy Spirit not only to indwell us and live inside us, but to use us. So that's the spirit of prophecy. The gift of prophecy, that's the middle part of the pool. It's one of the nine manifesting gifts of the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12. It is a gift. It is a grace. It's an unmerited divine enablement. It's not given on the basis of maturity, but because Christ wants to bless his church. It does need to grow in maturity, and that's where we have a problem today. We have a lot of immature Voices, not just prophets, but immature voices doing things that God never intended. I'm sure he's, you know, oy vey, puts his head to to his head and goes, we've got to get these people in order. So um, it is the most edifying gift for a congregation or for an individual. Prophecy uh, under the gift is like a shotgun gift. It can bless hundreds of people at one time. Yes. But remember, Holy Spirit can speak differently. I learned this a long time ago. People say, when you said such and such, it changed my life. And in my head, I'm going, I didn't say that. <laughs> I know I didn't say that. But the Holy Spirit, that's what they heard. Oh my. So we are to open our mouth and let him speak. It's part of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And we are told, what did, what did Paul tell Timothy? To stir up the gifts that you received. There is action that we have to take. There's faith, faith, faith. And when you do it together and when you do it in a class setting like we do, where you're activated, it's safe there. And if you blow it and miss it because we prophesy in part, we know in part we may make mistakes. It's it's no big deal. You're not going to speak things that are terrible or mean. Mm. You're going to, well, it shouldn't be. And what we're going to find out is it can't, I'll just hold on to that. Um, (laughs) And then there's teaser, teaser. And then there's the office of the prophet. That is the deep end of the pool. That is the Ephesians 4.20 gift extension of Christ himself. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. The five-fold ministry gifts for the church, all of the church, every person in the church, every label in the church, every, 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 every. They all represent Christ's full ministry to the church. Yes. The office of prophet is a building ministry. The office has the ability to perceive what is in the heart of people, to proclaim future counsels and purposes of God, and to know the secret things of God. This is only in the office of prophet. The prophetic office flows in the areas of guidance and instruction, rebuke, judgment, and revelation. Yes. But it's still, it is still, no matter what, is in that cloak of how God speaks. And it's always with love, even in correction. 
It is to purify and perfect the church. It builds up the church to be all that God ever wants it to be. Yes, yes, yes. It's a reality. And it's not a a title. It's not, you know, prophet whatever. Don't put it on your business cards. You don't want that. Believe me. It takes about 25 years to develop any sort of prophet. Um, One of the keys is that you're getting to know the mind and the heart of God. And it's through you that he is doing this. Recognizing that God wants to speak to us. If we're a Christian and we have Jesus, we have his spirit, we have the source of prophetic revelation dwelling in our heart. So we should make it a goal to hear the voice of God. And I think most people, they really do hear God, but they don't know that they're hearing God. Well, that's so good, Kenny. It sounds like us. Yeah. His voice usually sounds like us. (laughs) One of the things that we need to realize, you know what, this is a mind... uh, it's setting a lot of people free right now, the three different facets of prophecy. You know, when we hear a scripture like Paul says in, in I think it's First Corinthians 14, I would that you all prophesy. Yep. That, that, that Everybody prophesying, you go, but I'm, I'm not one of those thus saith the Lord people. He's not telling you to be a thus saith no. the Lord person. In fact, if, if there were, you could categorize that uh, aspect of prophecy, that would in the, be in the deep end of Candy's pool here. This would be the office of, of prophecy. And very few have the fullness of that office of prophecy, but it does not restrain you from communicating the heart of God that God has poured into yeah. you through your mouth, paying it off, yeah. P-E-Y. So we've got mm-hmm. about uh, two minutes left in this segment. How would you like to close this one and set the stage for the next segment, Candy McAlpine? That we, uh, because there's so many books out there, I, I just want to throw them out to the listeners. Thank you. Uh, Bishop's books, Prophets and Personal Prophecy, Prophets, Pitfalls and Principles, Prophets and the Prophetic Movement, amazing books. We call them the Prophetic Bible. Those were his first books, amazing. Cindy Jacobs, The Voice of God, Ram Cook's Developing Your Prophetic Gifting, Larry Randolph's User-Friendly Prophecy, Rick Joyner, The Prophetic Ministry, Mike Bickle, Growing in the Prophetic Sea. These are all different streams. But these, these are books that I know that have helped me tremendously, and there's more out there than all you have to do is go, go to Amazon, yes. go, to, go to wherever you buy books or audios, and uh, uh, or come to one of our classes. Yes. And when, uh, do you have a word of wisdom for people? like Some people may be proclaiming things that are so far off. You know, Holy Spirit that communicates with his prophets also communicates with his kids. And sometimes if a person is proclaiming things that your spirit is just, if you, if you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, if you engage Holy Spirit, or spirit in your life and lifestyle, when you hear something and it troubles you, uh, weigh in, pray it through. Don't just jump into something that somebody that seems to be accredited has to say. Candy has a story or two to tell you later on in the show about that. So my listening friend, Candy, give about a 30-second prayer over our people to set the stage for what we're about ready to share. I'll let you do that, and we're going to go into a commercial break. Candy McAlpine. Father, thank you that uh, you take us through things to teach us and show us, and that you did this today, Lord, to teach me and to be able to communicate it's something that's so fresh, God, because your heart is for your kingdom people to be speaking words of life over their family, over their friends, over wherever they are, that they can be a voice for God, no matter where it is. It doesn't have to be inside a church. In fact, I think God would prefer us to be outside being the church, 
speaking life over people with wisdom, with with uh, knowing that God has used us and wants to use us every day in Jesus' name. My, my, my. My listening friend, gear up, because we had to set the stage in this first uh, hour about what we're going to be sharing in the second hour, but we're going to unveil some things that are going to empower you like you won't believe, but also you're going to realize that God has a gigantic plan, and part of his gigantic plan is Y-O-U. <laughs> so yeah. Candy McAlpine and I are going to talk about those things and some things that recently happened to Candy that help will help you understand what to embrace and what not to embrace in this whole topic called prophecy. Candy McAlpine and Kaz will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, welcome back, my friends, to the second hour of Come Together San Diego and a sterling topic, a vital topic, an urgent topic, especially when you look at the signs of the times today. Candy McAlpine is my co-host for this entire two-hour broadcast. She's a California Director of Christian International Churches and Ministries. She is tied intimately with ATD, Awaken the Dawn, an organization that I am very intimately familiar with as well because I love Tabernacle of David level of worship. That is the intimacy that David had with with God in worship and praise is the same kind of thing that he wants us to stir in our hearts in these final days. So, Candy, a remarkable beginning, and I know we've set the stage for other things that you wanted to share. Um, my listening friend, let me, just a quick quick word, and I'm going to hand the whole thing off to Candy McAlpine because she's got she's a prophetic voice of practice, and I'm just learning myself. But anyway, Proverbs 25, starting with verse 11, says, A word fitly spoken, uh, a word in due season, is as an apple wow. of gold and pitchers yeah. of silver. So if you have yeah. a fitly spoken word uh, that's driven by love, then then you're listening to the love language of God, and God wants you to share it as appropriate. Uh, and it doesn't mean that you have to pound the, a pulpit or a, a, you know, a table and go, thus saith the Lord. In fact, absolutely not. That takes the focus off of, of the love component into a you know demonstrative, domineering uh, spirit. We don't want to go there. We want to go in love. Candy McAlpine, I'm just setting the stage for you. Take it, my dear friend. Perfect. Perfect verse. Thank you, Kath. Um, before, before I share this, the important thing that I, I want to communicate, I'm giving you a lot of information, is that love covers a multitude of sins. God is love. It is, it is the key to, to everything. And if you can't prophesy in love, and love for the the person you're speaking to, then you need to sit down and not prophesy. And uh, I won't go into all the reasons for that, but what we what we've seen is such a plethora of. And I'm not pointing fingers at anybody; they just don't know. And when when you when you you have the history that that Bishop Hammond has in the prophetic realm, that's why he's called the father of the prophetic movement, uh, and all over the world. He is seen so much, and he has such not only revelation, but just wisdom of, of the importance and the value. And that even, and I've, had, I've experienced this myself, I've been walking the office of prophets for about 25 years. I feel like I'm just getting started. And um, I've had the Lord reveal to me, it might be sin in a person's life, uh, 
and for someone ministering somewhere, especially if it's in a group, God is not going to, God never exposes sin in, in the prophetic. He never exposes sin. That's not the character of God. And what, what he would do with me, he would show it to me. And then I would just say, okay, Lord, you bring it out. And it will come out of my mouth in a way that is the love of the Father to, to that individual and spoken in a way because it's speaking to their spirit that they know that God is speaking. God is trying to bring some loving correction without exposing it to everybody else. Wow. Repeat that because my listening friend, you, we need to hear that. It's like, you know, I'm so angry at that person, I'm going to give them a piece of God's mind. Well, do you know something, right. my friend? Blah, 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 blah. That's not God's heart, Candy. No, no, no it's not. And today, whew, I won't tell you where, I won't <laughs> tell you who, but uh, out, of, out of the blue, I did not expect it. It's a, a, a group of people that I'm just getting to know, and... Um, it was a conference, and uh, I had to leave early to to come home and prepare for the radio show. And as I was leaving, the person who was the apostle over this, and the this young man who was stated to be the prophet, the office carrying the office of prophet in this ministry, and um, the apostle said, you know, he has he has a word for you. So he he began to speak and telling me that I was not connected, that um, that I was lying, not lying, but lying to myself, that I was like Elijah in the cave, and God was telling me to come out of the cave, that I was giving um, goofy prophecy, and that uh, if basically if I didn't get my act together and do what needs that, I would lose all my gifting. Now. Um, I had it been someone young. I mean, it hurt. It, it was hard, but I I knew that there was more to this, and um, knowing that this individual first, uh, I don't know where they got trained, but with people who I question what their what their thinking is. I don't know what his character is. I don't know him, but I immediately went to the Lord and said, God, have I done something wrong? That's always my first go-to is, Lord, am I guilty? Am I wrong? Am, am I in error? Whatever it might be. And I did not feel that. And when you receive a word and you don't have a witness to it, it's because your spirit saying, that is not for you. You don't have to scream at that person. Just walk away. But so when he finished, I and I recorded it. And this is what's very interesting. I left and I went um left the property and went to get my car washed. And so I was pulling it up to listen to it. It was very interesting. Not a single word was on the recording. Just the sound that comes. And Kaz, you can explain it. When you're recording something, there's just technical sound. But there wasn't a single word that he spoke. <laughs> oh, my. My, my, Woo! my. My, my, yeah. my. Next thing I did, I called my overseer in Austin, Texas, oversees all the CI churches west of the Mississippi, said, I need to submit this to you. This is what happened. This is what was said. And oh, what was Apostle Vance that you had on before with Yes, me? yes. And, 
and uh, he said, Candy, that is ridiculous. That is not true in any way, shape, or form. I don't know who's trained this young man. I don't know, but this is not God. And um, too many of these things are happening. And so, and I'm sure he's aligned, but the importance of being of being trained, equipped, uh, submitted to someone, submitting worse, like I took that word immediately to my overseer, is Am I in error here? Absolutely not. They walk with me. They said, you're totally connected. You're, goofy words? You don't get goofy <laughs> words. I mean, it was like, where, where in, excuse me, where in hell did this come from? Well, yeah, that's exactly that may not, from. that's not even a curse word. That's a, a proclaiming, yes. that may be a valid <laughs> observation. Yeah. <laughs> Lordy, yeah. Lordy. Oh, my You know, prophecy is meant to comfort, to edify, and to exhort. We prophesy in part, we know in part the value of prophecy. Now, here's this is where the character of God comes in. And if we haven't been trained in these principles, uh, we have a tendency to fall prey to the other side. Yes. The value of prophecy includes bringing healing, deepening our relationship with the Lord. It provides direction. It renews vision. It brings biblical insight. It confirms things. It warns us. It brings salvation. It stirs our faith. It shows us what to pray. It provides insight in counseling. It gives strategy for warfare. All of this is the character of God, and every bit of it can be backed up with Scripture. Everything that was said to me, like being shot with a shotgun, that was not the character of God. My, my, my. You know the scripture says, and if, that, I, and if I had been in error in in any of those things, it would have come through my leadership because I'm very you're accountable. With them. You're accountable. I'm totally accountable. Yes. Well, I, so I it uh, was it was like God. This has got to be for today because this hurts. Oh my and my! I, as, a, as a seasoned prophet, and you know, I've been walking with the Lord. This is my year of jubilee, fifty years. My my. And to have that come at me, and I thought, God, this, it breaks my heart, and I think it breaks the heart of God, because that's what's happening. What, is, what would that do to someone who hadn't been walking with the Lord, that didn't understand prophecy, who never heard about it, but all they heard was negative? Oh, my. That's not God's I'm character. Not, that's that's just not, not against God's character. No. You know, Candy, one of the scriptures I like, it says, God is not willing that any should perish, but all should come unto right. repentance. And if you, yeah. if the, the heart of God will speak uh, based on that character. God's heart is that he's not willing that any should perish. In other words, what can I do? What can I say to you, my friend? What well, am I going to stir my prophetic voice of this person to say to you that will not discourage you into unto repentance, but will drive you as close as possible. There are people that are lost causes. There's no doubt about that. I don't believe that a lot of the people that have been called to give a prophetic loving word are going to be face-to-face with those people. And if that's so, then listen very close to what God has to say and say verbatim what he tells you and don't make up stuff that you think fills in the gaps. You want to talk right. a little bit more about that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell people, it, you, you have to learn to, um, and this is this is part of the error part. There are places out there where people, they can go on for 20 minutes. They repeat themselves. They, 
you know, it's like say what God is saying and shut up. <laughs> because the more you keep on, not only because you want the attention of the person you're you're ministering to, you want them to hear what God is saying. But if you get off in the flesh and you think you should add this or I think this means this, pretty soon they haven't heard anything. They can't remember what the original prophetic word was, and there has it has no impact or it brings confusion. Mm. Or they get, to be honest, we can get boring when we start carrying on. We can get boring. Yes. And if you're working in a team, if there's three people prophesying over one person— if if you hear the same thing that th- that the previous person that's prophesying has said, don't repeat it again. Just say, I heard the same thing that Sally said, right. and then add to it whatever they have. But don't, you know, don't try to fill fill in blanks. There's no reason to. If he says, and that's one reason why we're trained in speaking quickly. You know, it, it's concise because we people. The biggest problem is getting out of your head. Because poverty doesn't come in our hands. Poverty comes to our spirit. Oh, my. That's a topic I would like for you to introduce coming next is the value of prophecy and where it comes from. It's not coming from your head. It's not coming from your own understanding. It is coming from God's heart and his spirit. Kenny McAlpine and I will talk about that when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hello, my friends. A compelling topic, and we're not uh, holding anything back here. Kenny McAlpine is with me. She's a remarkable prophetic voice, but uh, uh, even though she's been well-seasoned in this, God instructs, her, instructs she and I, even as we go now, it's not that we've perfected a, a ministry calling yeah. and a gifting. It's God fine-tuning us every every moment. Yeah. And we have to listen and obey. Kenny McAlpine, the California Director for the Christian International Churches and Ministries, also an avid uh, participant with the Awaken the, the, Awaken the Dawn, people that is worship-driven, uh, Candy, I'll tell you what, I have such an urgency in my spirit that God's kids, we've been yeah. lackadaisical for just too long. It's time for us to hear God and obey. Yeah. Some people may not feel comfortable in the, you know, in the intensity of the prophetic word. Oh, it's okay. Just allow God to speak to you and do his direction. He doesn't want to force you to do anything that... Uh, uh, he doesn't train you up in. I'm no. going to hand it off to you, Candy, because I ha- there's such an urgency in the way things are going in the world. You got to have God's spirit speaking through the mouths of His believers to help change lives. Because people are asking questions they don't know the answers to, but the God that's in you knows the answer. Can- uh, Candy, yeah. yeah, the I, I feel like you. I, I have this mandate with with training. I've done it for 15, 18 years, but. The last couple of years, it's been a, a mandate to to get the body. I've got people coming back. You know, once they they've come and paid to go to the class, I say you can come back as many times as you want. You know, at no charge. I have people coming back three and four times, taking the same class because they want to be in the activation. And in the midst of this, God is healing and delivering people, and nobody's touching them. You know, that to me is a is, is a positive. It's part of God communicating because. God's voice should be as a normal, everyday occurrence. You know, in the Great Commission, 
heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, make disciples of nations. You know, the things that we should be doing, they're not rocket science. You don't have to go to Bible college. You don't have to uh, be an expert. Nobody's an expert. I always say, in intercession, I would say, I'm, I'm not an expert in prayer. I'm, I'm a practitioner. That's right. And we grow and we change and we get more, we get more understanding, more revelation by yes. being in the Word and building our relationship with God. Um, you know, prophecy is, is to be, be part of who we are. Ooh, my, God my. is a communicator. I mean, look at nature. Yeah. If you want to talk about God communicating— Hey, where I live up by Yosemite, I just walked out my front door. I've oh had times where, and this makes me cry, where I go out really, I have a big big front deck outside my kitchen, and I go out on my deck at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and it's clear, and the sky is filled with stars that you don't see early in the evening because there's so much electricity. When the electricity goes down, the sky opens up. And what did God say to Abraham? Mm, Abraham. Count those stars. <laughs> they, we, we are those stars. And nobody's, everybody's the same. God is not a respecter of person. Walking in the office of prophet, you, if you're not called and you're not set in, it's not something God will tell you and then you are. It said it takes 15 to 20 years. It is something that, a, that a, a, an apostle or prophet are the ones to set a prophet in the office. Okay, I, I want to make it, make it clear. You're talking about the office of the prophet. And you don't have to wait 15 yes. or 20 years to deliver a word from God. No. So it's I just want to make sure that you're speaking, that they understand where you're speaking. Yeah, I started out with just one word prophecies, and then, then it went to maybe a sentence, and now you can't shut me up. <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, that that's part of it. That's part of my job. It's not It's not a title. It's my job. Jesus has entrusted that part of himself. I don't understand it. I'm, I'm not worthy of that. Nobody is. It's not about that. God is a communicator, and he has his order. God is a God of order. And we talk about that. One of the passages is, let all things be done decently and in order. So much of the church, they've done the decently and the order, but they forgot the first part of the, of the passage. It says, let all, all things. things be done. <laughs> I love that. You're exactly uh, right. When we look, when we look at the word, God spoke throughout from Genesis to Revelation. He spoke into existence the heavens, the earth, animals, and men. He was showing us. He was the communicator. I go through this part of one of the sessions. God spoke to Adam and Eve. He spoke to the serpent. He spoke to Cain. He spoke to Enoch. He spoke to Noah. He spoke to Abraham. He spoke to Hagar. And he spoke to Rebecca and Isaac and Jacob and Laban and Pharaoh and Israel and Joseph and Moses and Peter and Joseph, the Apostle Paul, John, Pilate's wife. They were not all godly people. That's right. And also, may I add to this, he also spoke to the sea. He spoke to the sun. He spoke to the moon and the stars. He spoke to the yes. climate. He spoke to so many other things. God speaks to things and things happen. And you have that same yes. spirit within you, Candy McAlpine. Yes. That, that's, that's what he wants of us. We are to be the carriers, not just of his spirit, but of his, of his voice. Mm. And to speak what he says in the character of who he is. And hopefully that our character has been developed. Yes. So that we will see 
prophetic utterance as a way to communicate the love of God to an individual. And the way it comes out should sound like God. If it doesn't sound like God, then it's, okay, I'm saying this, it's not God. There you go. Hey, my listening friend, I hope your heart is connecting with what Candy McAlpine's heart is saying. Uh, And it's uh, it's all based on God's love to and through her to Y-O-U right now. Candy, in the, we have two more segments in this show. I, I know that you want to activate people. So uh, can, yes. we, can we devote some time in the next two segments to let my listening friend, here's the, here's the deal. I want you to stay close to the radio. I want you to pay close attention yes. to what's going on here because God wants to activate you. And I'm, we're just going to, Candy and I are just going to ask you if you w- would like the Lord to activate you. And then we're going to declare that it, Candy is, and I'm going to come along and say, amen, Candy. But uh, uh, it's going to be declared into your life. And we want you to see what God is going to do. We have no idea exactly how God is going to show that off to you. So, Candy, can we do that in the next two segments? Sure. Let's let's activate people. My listening friend, (laughs) if you're willing to get activated, and this is not, you know, this isn't a big pressure play. It's the simple question is if you want God to empower you like he wants to empower you, then stay with us for the last two segments. And Candy McAlpine and, and Kaz. And, are in their, and, they're, and they're in a safe place. They're at home. Yeah. Or in their car. Or in their they're car. The in a safe place. Of course, you can roll down the windows and tell the person next to you as you're driving by. Of course, you can ex- escape quickly at that juncture. I'm just jo- joking. Yeah. My listening friend, we're going to talk more about these things when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends. Two remaining segments on Come Together San Diego with a remarkable topic, the topic of prophecy and what this means to you, but through you as well. Candy McAlpine is my co-host, a remarkable co-host, and a growing friendship we're establishing here. She's the California Director for the California International Churches and Ministries and a prolific teacher, but God gives her stuff, and then she's compelled to share it and be obedient. Candy, uh, I wanted to hand the the baton to you quickly here, because I know you and I have a real heart to activate people, and there are some phases into this activation. First of all, it's hard to be activated in God and His Holy Spirit unless you have received Him. So I'm going to hand it to you and take it from here, would you, Candy McAlpine? Oh, Wow. I wish I had everybody here in front of me, but uh, it's it's safe. And, you know, with everything that's been said and what you remember, activation always follows the same sequence. And when we go through the class, we start out with, you know, with salvation. Salvation is something that's just common to us. We already know it because somebody a thousand years ago decided that we could be saved by faith. We don't think about it. And prophecy is the same thing. Someone ministers truth from the Word. I believe I've ministered truth from the Word. Not my Word. It's His Word. And then Holy Spirit is going to bring a witness or overshadows that truth. And, you know, we say it illuminates our heart, but I call it a witness in your knower, which is your spirit. And then the God of grace comes. To empower us, he's he's exciting your faith, and it may seem scary, but you know what? What's new? 
everything in life is scary. <laughs> but it's no different. And people in classes, I see it. I, nothing gets me more jazzed than seeing the lights go on in someone and they realize God speaks through them. Yes. Yes, and yes, then yes. there's an opportunity given to manifest. So right now, and I tell people, if you're with, by yourself and nobody's there, prophesy to the dog, to yes. the cat, to the bird. Yes, yes, but yes. All you have to do is just pray. I, I, I would encourage you to pray in the Spirit, that that because that activates us even more. Sure. And then just listen. Listen. Yeah. That's right. Before before we jump any further on this. Candy, one of the things I want to make mention, everybody that listens to KPRZ is a person that has a, a, a searching for a God sensitivity, but not everybody may have actually made the decision to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior when you say that when you, when you, after you do that, then you're empowered. So, so you have to have Jesus because you don't get the spirit of prophecy until you've accepted Jesus and the spirit of God comes inside of you. Yes, yes. So let's take care of that piece of business first, and then let's jump into the other activation. Go ahead, Candy. Yeah. And so just just take a moment and say, Father, I'm here. I'm believing for you to speak to me. It could be a member of your family. It could be a, it could be a friend that you need to call on the phone and say, you know, I was just listening to Cass Taylor's program and, and about prophecy, and I just feel like I heard the Lord say that you're about to turn a corner in your life and things are going to change and see what happens. Oh my. Oh my. To be a neighbor. My. I would, I'd love to get some reports. I hope you would call in to Kaz and say, guess what happened? I would love to hear <laughs> some reports. I get messages from people. I get messages. You know what, you know, my, my listening friend, he, he, Candy was very succinct, and you go, but wait a minute, there's 14 steps to do this. No, a simple activation, <laughs> a simple relationship was, God, I'm, I've, I need you, I believe you're who you say you are, receive me and speak to me. I mean, it can be as simple as that, done deal. And once that happens, you've invited Holy Spirit into your life, and once the Holy Spirit is activated in your life, you better learn how to just listen and obey, and obey quickly. Candy, I'm going to hand it back to you for the activation. I did, we just did it. Just, <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> write it down. Write, write down. You know, write it on a piece of paper. If there's nobody there, like I said, and you don't have a dog or a cat or a bird, whatever you heard, write it down. And then when you come across that person, that's supposed to have that word. You'll have a quickening in your spirit. Yes. And you can just very quickly say, I think I heard God say this. You're going you're gonna to get a promotion. My. And, then, my. and then wait and see. So, Candy, what, what does the, the value of having a working knowledge of Scripture have to do oh. with the uh, delivering of a prophetic word from God? Well, like I said in the beginning, it's not about maturity. Brand new believers that have no knowledge of the Word can prophesy. But taking, I'm trying. I I always feel so bad because I feel like I'm being critical of of others. But I've seen the damage. I mean, look what I encountered today. Yes. I mean, it's still things, and that that should not have been. Never, at any point, at any time. Would anybody from Christian International ever, ever speak saying this is from God? Speak that over a person. Never. Never. 
My. And there's got to be people out there that have had some kind of an encounter like I did, and it may have completely turned them off to the prophetic. May have turned them off completely about the God whom they desire to serve. Yeah. I can't tell you how many that that has happened to. There were, oh, it's been 20 years or so ago, there was a few guys on the circuit going to to Pentecostal churches, and they were calling out people's sin. People, they didn't want to go, or the guy, they would show up and they go, oh, no. And they would expose their sin publicly. That is not the heart of God. That is not the character of God. He has his way. He is very able to bring us under conviction without publicly exposing our sin to a congregation of people. Yes. Yes. That just, and having the, let me just say it this way, and I, I apologize if I'm, if I seem to be too critical of so many others that are out there. And I haven't looked at all the material, so I don't know. Totally. I just know some of the feedback that I've gotten from ones I've experienced with some, you know, the way things are done. Um, and it, it just breaks my heart because the proper training and building teams, you know, this is not about me going to prophesy. I want to build teams. I want to build build congregations and, and streams of people that work together as a team within the congregation of people outside in the street. But knowing that, that, that that's not just something to run out and do, it's got to be directed by God. That's good. That's good. Well, you know, Ken, I'm going to ask you a transparent question here and I'm not trying to corner sure. you, but sometimes in scripture, for example, you know, uh, when there was the prophecy about Ananias and Sapphira, the same one that buried right. your husband, will, are going to be carrying you out as well. Th- this is not. This is not the uh, spirit of prophecy. The the end of the deep, in the shallow end of the pool of uh, no. entering into it, or it's not even the gift of prophecy applying the 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 nine gifts of the spirit. This is a very. Not everybody can say that. In fact, only a very, 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 very tiny select few have been given Only that office, office of prophecy. I mean, that's, and it, it, the, that word carries so much danger within it. I, I wouldn't from basically for the listening friends here, don't even play in that area because you don't, you're not ready for that deep end and no. not even uh, establish prophets or people that get a sense for, for, for God and God's word and, and talk with them daily. They wouldn't be getting, this is, this is uh this is terminal stuff, and you better be absolutely sure it's God. I want to speak just briefly to that. We've got about a minute and a half in this segment. Sorry to open a can of worms there, but we're in these times where people are going to say, well, I need to give them this word, and come on. No, and always, if if there wasn't an option, we wouldn't give any words. And that's, <laughs> and that's another thing is uh, thinking you have to give that word. No, you don't. God can, give, God can speak through anybody he wants. If he can speak through... An ass, he can speak through anybody. <laughs> Balaam realized that God was speaking. That's right. Now, there is, there, there's, there's times and there's places, um, and we just, it's, God, this is the heart of God. He wants us to do this. He wants us to be trained properly. He wants us activated. He wants us in a safe place where we can learn together and then build it. It will build a, a congregation faster than anything else. 
if you have properly trained people who are under um, accountability to, uh, to other prophetic people who have have walked in this for a while, and it can get messy. Yes. I agree. Yes. But you know what? The whole kingdom is messy. Why am I? Why am I? We're battling against the one that wants to still kill and destroy us in any way they can. And the prophetic voice is, is such a uh, Satan and his minions, <laughs> minions, they hate prophecy. They, they hate and they do anything they can to bring fear. And that's the biggest obstacle that uh, that we found in classes is overcoming, getting set free. We We do deliverance from fear. I've seen dramatic because they were so bound by fear, they could not prophesy. Yes, yes, yes. Because they probably have a, have a gift coming, and they. But fear can fear can paralyze. My my, can we talk about that in the last segment? Because I, I think you've hit a real nerves, and I'm I'm saying that fear is can be a a, a very dangerous thing. God wants you to use it for fear of the Lord, and that's the only fear you need to be right. concerned of. Right. But uh, the enemy wants to use this for fearing this, fearing that, and fearing anything. And I'll tell you what, that's a big danger, and Satan wins when you are fearful of these things. And we're going to talk in the last segment about how to deal with the fear against doing godly things and uh, what God wants us to do about that and how that is going to show great fruit and bring many people into the kingdom when Kenny... McAlpine and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, Candy and I have introduced a word into the Christian vocabulary that a lot of people shy away from uh, in the in the body of Christ, and it's something that is going to make a difference in the way that you uh, deal with God and godliness, not only in your own life, but outward as God gives you words to declare to other people. Kenny McAlpine, uh, we want to dispel this fear of man because that is the enemy's, one of his greatest tools uh, to yeah. keep us away from being transparent, yeah. obedient, uh, and impactful. Just a real quick thought here on in the book of Revelation, chapter 21, it talks about he that overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my people. In the next verse, listen to this, my friend. There's a level, there's a value in the order that things are given. And he says, uh, and and, uh, they shall be my son. And it says, but the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and the warmongers and the sorcerers and the idolaters and all liars and that will have their part in the lake of fire, which a lake that burns with fire and brimstone. And this is the second death. The order of, of the scripture there, the first thing that God warns against is not lack of faith. It's fearfulness. And Heavenly yeah. Father, I, I just pray that you, I see people acting fearful when I go to the store and they're doing things that show that they're really fearful about the government or mandates of the government or they're fearful about different things. And I go, your the faith in the Lord sets you free. What does fear yeah. talk about fearfulness as it relates to obedience, as it relates to prophetic word, delivery and obedience. Candy McAlpine. 
we we deal with that, you know, after we lay the foundation of church history and lay the foundation that God is a communicator, then we deal with fear because that is the biggest hindrance to walking in any level of the prophetic. But that's that's where faith is exercised. That's where our faith grows. You know, there's times when I when I say, Lord, if I'm a fool, I'm a fool for you. <laughs> yeah. And if I'm wrong, I'm willing to humble myself and say I'm wrong. But we cannot let fear control because fear is always always crouching at the door and crouching at the believer's door to keep them from being a mouthpiece for the Lord. Wow. Right where they are. And and Paul's talking he's talking to Timothy. He said, Timothy, what's what's going on here? Don't you know? God has not given you a spirit of fear, which tells us there's a spirit of fear, that it's a strong man, it's one yeah. of the nine strong men. And even in the life of Timothy, who was a stalwart believer. Yes. yes. But of power, love, and a sound mind. No fear. My. His promise, the promise is power, love, and a sound mind. We need all three of those to walk in prophetic ministry. My, my, my. So we've got about five minutes left in the show. How do you want to uh, summarize this? But before we do, is there a way that people can get, they're going to say, I love what I heard from this Candy McAlpine. How can I find out more about this and her? Is there a website or any way that could communicate? Yeah, destinytraining.org is our website. Destinytraining.org? Yes. Okay, and? And Facebook. Candy McAlpine, and that's M-A-C, and it's Candy with an I, or uh, a messenger for the California Prayer Network. Uh, you have to be invited to that. That's our... Oh, we were going to talk about Hold the Line. Yes. I just remembered. Well, we've got about five minutes. It's on you. <laughs> it's all yours. Okay. I, I really want to communicate this. The Lord has had me doing these prayer retreats for the last few years, and and in the process of my husband passing away and and all that goes with that, you know, I I, I didn't have one, and then I knew I was supposed to have another one, but I I didn't I, I didn't know where. And then I went up to a California pastors meeting up in Newark Village at Word of Life, and God said, "Here." And two years ago, I was there. Bishop Hammond prophesied that that was an angelic outpost. There was even trumpeted angels that angels were dispatched from that location all over the world. And um, and I and Leon Walters and several others prophesied beyond that. And the Lord said, you're to come here and partner with, the, with these angels because they're ready to be sent out. They already have the assignment. So I've got different people coming, some from back east, um, significant people, and they're going to lead specific areas that I believe God has said, these are what the angels, they have the assignment, they're waiting for you to partner with them, to pray together and release them to go on these assignments. So on Labor Day, starting Friday night uh, through Saturday, there will be worship. Uh, Kelly Stankus, who's one of our ATD leaders, uh, he, he will be orchestra, or coordinating worship, we have worship going. There will be uh, worship that will media-type worship and um, uh, prayer in the night for those that want to do that. But we will be praying Friday night. We'll be laying the foundation from our forefathers, decreeing and declaring again 
um, the hotel there is already full, but Christmas tree Inn is open and there isn't much else. But um, I believe it's going to be a very strategic time of breakthrough for California because we know California is the key to the nation and uh, we have got to break through. We've got to because the rest of the nation is depending upon us even if they don't know it. Exactly. So once again, people can find out more about that by going where? On my Facebook. It's it's on there. Uh, and um, Facebook at Candy McAlpine, C-A-N-D-I-M-A-C-A-L-P-I-N-E? Correct. Okay. Well, we've got about uh, two minutes left in this. How would you like to conclude this? I, I tell you what, Candy, I, I, even two hours is not enough to talk about this. We, we no. just barely scratched the surface. But my yeah. listening friend, if you, if you realize that God has been maybe speaking to you and you go, oh, that's what that is, and maybe I'm allowed to have that level of boldness, if you have the right heart about it, let her rip. Candy? Yeah. That's just the, the reality. I, I just All I can do is encourage you. It can't be forced. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But once you open the door, there's no going back. And God will fill you and bless you and use you in ways you never thought possible. That's right. That's right. And they don't they don't have to go out to a big crowd. They just maybe it's a next door neighbor no. or maybe it's a spouse right. or maybe it's a child. But, right. you know, practice on that. And if you say, you know, I have a, I have a sense that God has something good to say to you. And and then, then yeah. are you interested? That's and then the person goes, "Yeah, tell me." And I mean, you uh, very rarely will you get a no on something like that. And just, just but right. be delicate and see what God does. He's going to give you the right environments to gently enter you into the prophetic realm. So we've got about a minute left. How would you like to? Would you like to close it in prayer, Candy? Would you like to close sure. it in declaration? What's your heart? Well, the declaration is that the kingdom of God has come, and the will of God is for the body of Christ, for the ecclesia, for the individual to begin to open their mouth and let God speak to them. All they have to do is listen and obey. Oh, my, 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 my. So would you close this in about a 30-second prayer, and my friends, then we're going to be going away. But I I want you to pay close attention because God, at the close of this show, is maybe just the beginning of his training for you. (laughs) Candy? Father, in Jesus' name. We declare that your goodness and your mercy follows us every day. And, Father, I pray for every every person who has listened or who will be communicated to about this or who, whatever way, God, you have ways that we don't even, can't even imagine, that, Lord, they will find their way to that place to be trained and equipped and activated to be a prophetic voice in the earth today. For your glory and for your honor, for the, for the sake of Jesus Christ who paid the price so that we could be filled with the Spirit, and take your word to the lives of people here over the ocean. Some will be called out into the world to go speak prophetically. And I say yes and amen in Jesus Christ's name. Well, thank you, Candy McAlpine. Great spending some time with you. My listening friend, great spending some time with you. And I hope that Candy and I have given you an an eye-opener about God's heart and what he wants to do in your heart to impact other people with his word through you. More good stuff happening next week. Candy McAlpine, thank you for joining us. My listening friend, thank you for joining us as well on Come Together San Diego. See you next week. Candy, God bless you. Bye now. Thank you. Thanks for joining Cass Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. 
Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise.